0: The autumn wind is a pirate.
1: Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Craig. Welcome to the show. And yes, at Sparrowhead, at the end of regulation, all you could hear was the Raider Nation, baby! Raiders win. That and more here on show 555. nation on today's show we will have the post game for the stunning of the condiments in their house sparrowhead unbelievable matchup and game we definitely got to run all over this story because it is epic and a change in the afc west trust me Since we have a bye week coming up, this will be allowing us way more time for the bone line. So I want to encourage all of you, whether you're listening on the radio, wherever you may hear this voice, call in our bone line. Because you're going to get on it for sure. (laughs) Well, there's a good chance because we have a lot of callers. So just call in, make it good. You know what I mean. Have a take and don't suck, just like Jim Rose. I'm just kidding. Call as many times as you like, even if you mess it up. This is a great show, and here it comes. On a beautiful Sunday afternoon, the Las Vegas Raiders leave the Kansas City Chiefs fans in freaking silence. At the end of this home game, Raiders stun Chiefs. 40 to 32. Who'd have thought? Well, I'll tell you who wouldn't have thought. Let me just throw out a few names for you. Mike Florio?
2: Suck it. Vegas, Kansas City. We got the Las Vegas Raiders playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City favored by 13. You know, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs winning this football game, obviously. I'm going to make it 34 24, though, because I do think there'll be moments of the Raiders running the ball and having a few drives and getting some points. That offense is not bad, certainly in Oakland. So I think they kind of hang around there before the Chiefs kind of, you know, pull away.
3: I liked how David Carr, David Carr, Derek Carr put it this week that uh, it's not a rivalry until the Raiders actually win some games. I think the Chiefs are clearly the better team. And, you know, this would ordinarily be one of those games where maybe you could catch the Chiefs napping because it's not the kind of game that gets their full and complete and undivided focus at all times. And this is a big game. And, you know, it's Lamar Jackson, it's Cam Newton, it's some star. Team star player that we've got to be locked in for, but because they had that game on Monday night, because it didn't go the way that they would have liked, even though they won twenty six to ten, it didn't feel like that kind of a win. Yeah, I think this is a game where the Chiefs are dialed in, they're locked in thirty eight to twenty, they're going to reestablish themselves, get to five and zero, and the Raiders are going to be still left to wonder what happened to their two and zero start because it's going to go from two and zero to two and three. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith,
1: brother, you can suck it too. Cowherd, bro, you can seriously suck it. One thing I can say about all three of these clowns is they all are homers for another team. Cowherd is a diehard Seacac fan. And Florio loves his... uh, I think he's a a Tom Brady homer. I got to tell you right now, easy to see... <laughs> for sure. And Stephen A. Smith, well, he's just not a cowboy fan. I could tell you that. I think he likes the Raiders. But nobody, and I mean nobody, except for maybe Raider Mike on Facebook, which is an excellent one for you, Mike, predicted the Raiders would come with this ferocity and this much intensity and this much victory, to be honest.
4: You know, the word plaster is the word that a lot of us use as coaches. When the quarterback starts scrambling, uh, our D-line has to get them, but we have to plaster to our coverage for seven, eight, nine, ten 10 seconds sometimes. And some of those pass breakups were exceptional efforts to hold on to their coverage as long as they did. And it's a credit to Jim O'Neill and Paul Gunther and uh, certainly our players for buying into that and, and getting that done.
3: John Gruden coach of the Raiders after the 40 to 32 victory over the Chiefs in Kansas City signature win for Gruden in his return to coaching, the first huge win for the Las Vegas Raiders. I got to say Paul Gunther, you saved
1: your job. Now whether you worked with John or however it went down, I I have a feeling that all coaches were involved in this scheme for sure. Maybe more so than other games, but this was a very special victory for the Raiders. Henry Ruggs coming back was a humongous reason, of course, why we won this game. Stretching the field is a necessary tool against these tools in Kansas City. Now we all know you have to score a lot to keep up with these guys. The condiments, that's right. The uh, mustard yellow... Mayonnaise, white, and a ketchup red. That's what I call them, And I'm certainly calling them that this week. There's no doubt. And if you're a Raider fan, bro, wear your stuff. All day, all week, until we play again, man. Just put it out there, folks. Let me just say this. Wear your Raider gear with proudness. I know you probably do already, but come on. Step it up. I know I have. Uh, it's pretty cool. People all saying... Damn. Damn. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And like I said, really, this could be the change of the guard in the AFC West. I know it's a big drama. I know I sound like too much of a homer and that, but look at the team. Compare the two teams in this game. The Raiders are set up to beat the Chiefs. If everyone's healthy, we will beat them again at home. Like I said and my prediction. I wasn't sure of this one. But I think we can beat them at home for sure now. I believe the Patriots and the Chargers kind of showed us a way to beat these guys. We took advantage of it. And with our talent and our youth, we came out huge. Offensively, we've way improved from last year with Ruggs. You got Aguilar. You know, which, come on, give me a breath. Nelson Aguilar, two catches, 67 yards, and a touchdown. He has been a go-to guy in the last two games. Rugs, Need I say more? Two receptions, 118 yards, one TD, and stretching the field the entire four quarters. Darren Waller, the beast, the machine. Five receptions, almost 50 yards, and a touchdown. Thank you. Hunter Renfro. I'm telling you, this third down machine maker is crazy. One catch, 42 yards, that's all we needed from him. Jalen Rashard, a workhorse, and Alec Ingold, one of the few fullbacks in the league, showed his value not only with two catches for 25 crucial catches, for sure, but his blocking. The unseen Ingold, crazy. Uh, without him, we'd have a hard time. What a great player. Unsung hero for sure. Max Crosby. I can go down the defense too. The Feral cat today, or in this game, showed up big time. I got to give Cleveland Feral his due. He was a machine. He didn't stop moving like Max Crosby and everyone else. You know, we rushed four. And then in the last quarter, I think we only rushed three many times because number 99 was on the prowl
3: yeah he was waiting for the quarterback to rush out and you know it was amazing 24 24 at the half yep and then the entire third quarter not a single point was scored and more importantly at the end of the day it was eight points in the second half for the chiefs only eight points after 24 in the first half what was the key to the Raiders shutting down that Chiefs offense in the final two quarters. I, I think the big thing is halfway through the second quarter, and I kind of discussed this
2: on the you know the the podcast yesterday because I'm Ron Jaworski and I watched the film and did all that. But the thing that jumped out to me more than anything is they stopped blitzing. there there was a point in the second quarter where the Chiefs hit a, like a deep cross to Sammy Watkins versus the blitz and. They never blitzed again till fourth and five late in the game, and I think that's the that was the right call. You know, Mahomes is in that area where I, you know, you, blitzing him is not a good thing, especially consistently. You know, like John Gruden just says, he'll float around back there, and even though if you have a free guy, he'll float away from that free guy and buy just enough time to where, all right, yeah, well, your you know your coverage is compromised downfield. I'm gonna make the right throw, or I'm gonna make that blitzer miss, and now buy a lot of time. And I don't care who you got back there. You can't plaster the receivers that long. They went into more of the New England approach. What we saw on Monday night last week was rush three, rush four, have somebody spying Mahomes a little bit. And they went into get all our guys downfield and back downfield and cover them that way. And that is really what frustrated Mahomes in Kansas City. They never really – Mahomes in the second half never threw any passes – in rhythm. And when I say that, like, you know, within the rhythm of the offense, how you were coached, Hey, take a three-step drop. The first hitch throw to this guy. Then the second hitch throw to this guy. None of that happened in the second half because they took away his first read and he really ended up having to play backyard football a lot of the times. And that's where I got to give the Raiders D uh, a lot of credit there and Gunther, Paul Gunther for making the the correct uh, adjustment.
3: Mahomes had been four for four for 94 yards against the blitz. He was still pressured when they stopped blitzing, it gets back to what former Titans defense coordinator Dean P said last year. Why bother to blitz him? You're not going to catch him. And actually, right, we saw him get hit by Max Crosby and sacked and hit hard. at it's th- the kind of thing where you never see it. We talked about that yesterday. Yeah. You see him running around and he always knows where everyone else is. But you know what? If you give him too much to think about down the field. If you flood the passing lanes and the zones with an extra guy or two and he's got to think a little bit more, maybe he loses sight of that sixth sense as to who's going to hit him. And maybe that's the way you get him. You keep him so distracted on trying to find an open guy, he can't do both. He eventually is so focused on finding an open guy, he loses track of who's chasing him and you get him that way. And uh, you know if you got the set, and it was forty-seven point one percent of the dropbacks, he was pressured uh, without the blitz. Why blitz him? Yes, right. Why? Why
2: bother? Flood lanes, flood passing lanes. Because I think this is the way. Like what we're talking about, teams are I think are going to start dabbling in this. This is two weeks in a row we've seen two teams slow the Chiefs down with the. We're only going to rush four, or we're going to rush three and have somebody there kind of spying Mahomes, like you said, and now he's buying time. He's looking downfield trying to evaluate it, but he's also looking at the spy because he's going, wait, I can't run. He's kind of there, and he might lose track of a Max Crosby or behind him or something like that. So that to me is where the Chiefs have to you know, make the next move in the chess match here is to have those type of things. Start making teams – Uh, guard them horizontally a little bit to where they have to come up more. And then you'll start to be able to go back down vertical again and hit them that way. And that that was something that just jumped out to me about the Chiefs approach. It's a little bit of like, this is what we do. We'll find and make a play and do that. And just, it's hard to make it work all the time that way.
3: Peter, have the Raiders given the rest of the league a blueprint of sorts on how to slow down Patrick Mahomes and company just enough to outscore them.
5: You know, when you think about this, Mike, one of the funny things about it is that the blueprint that the Oakland Raiders showed is that they are trying to capture the Kansas City blueprint, you know? And because think about it, the Denver Broncos and the Oakland Raiders both this offseason did stuff To try to counterbalance what, you know, how far ahead of the division the Chiefs have gotten. And they've gotten ahead of that division, uh, of this division, because of speed on offense. And when you look at the weaponry the Chiefs have, and then you look at what the Raiders have done, and you just say, listen, there's a reason why they wanted Henry Ruggs. Over C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy, and that's because he's two ticks faster, uh, and and really can wreak havoc with a secondary. And you don't really know the difference between four two, six speed and four four speed until you watch Henry Ruggs, or really until you watch Tyree Hill. But I think that's the biggest thing. The second thing, the second thing is, they have not put all of their eggs in that one basket. Look at Josh Jacobs. You know, look at the tight end group that they have now. And and I would say that, Mike, the way that what the Las Vegas Raiders showed the NFL is get a lot of weapons, diverse weapons on offense. You're not going to stop Patrick Mahomes regularly. You're just not. Get diverse weapons on offense so that you can go toe to toe with
3: them in a heavyweight offensive fight. Yeah, he's going to score his points. Typically, he's going to score his points in bunches. You just have to deal with it, accept it, and look for ways to finally score more than he does. It helps if you can slow him down a little bit like the Raiders did in the second half. There's no reason blitzing the guy. That's something Dean Pease, the former Titans defensive coordinator, said last year. He's still going to get away from you. So drop extra guys into coverage confuse him that way make him take more time and maybe he loses sight of a Max Crosby who got him in a way that we rarely see Patrick Mahomes get hit from behind because he always knows where everyone is and also Peter you got to have the killer instinct this is where the Ravens went wrong a couple of weeks ago you get fourth and short inside the 10 you go for it you got to get a touchdown like the Raiders did in the first half when they're fourth and short in chip shot field goal range no forget about three we need seven You got to get seven whenever you can. If you have any hope, Peter, of having more points than the Chiefs and Mahomes have when the game ends. I think
5: also, Mike, one of the things that helps is to have a coach on your staff who knows Andy Reid very well and knows how Andy Reid thinks. And that coach just happens to be John Gruden. And I'm just going to make this point that John Gruden knows that Andy Reid is simply going to try to get faster and faster every year. It's why one of the things I reported last April in the draft is that the Chiefs were thinking seriously if, uh, you know, if Henry Ruggs fell down into the 20s to try to move up and to get him. And everybody said, that's absurd. Why would they do that? Because the shelf life for the really fast, slight guys is not long. And you have to make sure that every game you play, look at Sammy Watkins. He's out for a little bit now. He, Cause he always is. So you get as many of those guys as you can and cycle them into your offense. And that is what I believe you're going to see John Gruden and Mike Mayock do in future
3: drafts. After the game, I, I spoke with Raider safety, Jeff Heath, who had an interception of Mahomes in the game in a key moment. And, uh, Here's a little bit of what Heath had to say on how they managed to keep the Chiefs in check.
6: I think you got to uh, you know give a lot of credit to our coaching staff. Um, I think they came up with a really good plan to defend what, what Kansas City does best. And you know what, well, man, at the end of the day, it's just, it's just a football team full of guys just like we are, and they can be beat on, on any day. And we knew we were gonna have to you know bring our A game, and we knew it was gonna be a we knew it was gonna be a fight. You know, our goal was really just you know. Once he gets out of the pocket, we had the plaster. We, we knew it was going to be a lot of long downs. We knew where they'd like to get some of their fast players and, and how they like to use them, so we had a plan for that. I'm not going to be too specific because we might use that plan again.
3: But, uh, yeah. They have a Sunday night football date with the yeah. Kansas City Chiefs in Las Vegas coming up, and uh, you don't want to go too far into what you plan to do, but it was 33-24 when Heath intercepted the pass. Yep took it all the way to the two, two plays later, 40-24, to 24, and for all intents and purposes at that point, the game was over. So,
1: with our defensive backs, let me just, Abrams, Mullins, I mean, <laughs> these guys were playing like the super freaks. You know what to do, Randy. Our linebackers were in perfect position. They called the game. Kukowski is a, I mean, in this game, was a crazy player. His value showed big time as a linebacker. He called the game. What a great game. Heath with the interception, of course. The coverage, the blanketing, and then the rush. The pass rush from our regular guys. We had two players go down, and the second stringers came in and played amazing. Smith, I can't remember the other guy. We played out of our minds. And Derek Carr, dude, you definitely get the gold star for this game. You play like this the rest of this year, and there'll be no more whispers in the dark. I'll tell you for sure.
7: Welcome to In the Pocket with Rich Grannon. Rich, thank you so much for joining us today.
8: Aaron, it's always great to be with you, but especially on a victory Monday after a huge divisional win over the Chiefs.
7: And we are so excited to get your perspective after this huge win, of course, for the Raiders. Derek Carr, no longer winless at Arrowhead, putting the entire league on notice after after being 0-6 there. For you, what did you see out of his performance against the Chiefs on Sunday?
8: You know, I see a lot of toughness and resiliency out of Derek. You know, it hasn't been easy. Uh, We talk about the injuries that they've had to deal with, especially at wide receiver. It was Mm -hmm. great to get Henry Ruggs back. But I just – I look at his body of work, and, Aaron, I've got got to say this. There's been a lot of talk. We get through the first month of the season, we start talking about the MVP talk. And you look at Derek's numbers, he is having an MVP-type season. And I can speak on that because – uh, I've won one and you look at his numbers. I mean, he's wow. completing three percent of his passes. He's thrown 11 touchdowns on the season and he's thrown just one interception, obviously coming yesterday, but he has really played well. He's managed situational football. Well, he's managed the young receivers. Uh, he's managed the run game, changing protections. He is a master of his domain. I've been really impressed with his performance. You look at what Russell Wilson's doing in Seattle Uh, You look Mm -hmm. at Josh Allen's doing in Buffalo, but Derek certainly deserves to be in that conversation after five weeks.
7: 347-yard performance yesterday. The last time a Raider QB had over 300 passing yards at Arrowhead was in 2002, and the last quarterback to do it was you, Mr. Gannon.
1: This game, everyone came to play. It's great that we have a bye week next week. What an exciting game. I've never seen Andy Reid walk so much in my life. (laughs) He paced up and down the field. (laughs) Like he was on some type of diet regimen with exercise during work. You know, I'm sure he was stunned. He was stunned. You should have heard his post-game conference. Not only hearing it, but seeing his face was the precious part of the, the conference. Seeing Andy Reid, kind of shocked, honestly.
4: Um, the big plays, you can correct those. Um, we've got to take care of business there. Uh, we got to get, um, you know, we've got to get in the rhythm the second half, do a better job there uh, off of this game, and uh, offensively. I thought the offense, we struggled just a little bit uh, the first few possessions, and you got to take care of that.
9: Andy, the past defense came into the game top three in the in the NFL. What, what when when the Raiders went over the top a couple of times in the second quarter? What did you see as the breakdowns?
4: Yeah, listen, I mean, they just they got behind us, and um, and you know, I'll look at the tape and and see exactly uh, what went on there. But I, I would say a couple of them were we were just beat, and then other ones, uh, I'm not sure we were uh, doing the right things, but. That's how these things go when, when you have big plays on you. So.
2: Hey, Andy, the Raiders seem to bring a physical, physical presence, both offense and defensively up front. Were you pleased with the way – I mean, did you feel like you guys were able to match that intensity up front?
4: I thought offensively, um, you know, we probably could have done a better job there when it was all said and done. But, um, and then <clears throat> defensively, I thought they probably got the better of us the first half, and then second half I thought for the third quarter we did a pretty good job stepping up. We just – got to put something together offensively to – keep the defense, you know, at least balanced or off the field.
1: Shocked about the Raiders team. Shocked that they weren't prepared. Mahomes as well. Hey, Patrick, um, you keep saying uh, execution over and over and over again. Am I reading it right that you see this as more of, you know, sort of what you guys didn't do rather than some
10: new trick or whatever that the Raiders were were throwing at you today?
5: No, I mean, you give them total respect. I mean, they have a a lot of great players on their defense, um, and so they're going to go out there and they're going to make plays. Um, but as far as us offensively, um, we, we've kind of done it these last few weeks, uh, obviously other than the Ravens game, where we didn't execute at a high enough level to go out there and score like we've, we've been known to score. Um, and it, it, it caught up with us today. Um, and so uh, we got to go back and really look at, our, at ourselves in the mirror, me at quarterback, and, and really not rely on these crazy plays where I'm scrambling around and throwing these shots and just execute the offense the way that it's called and the way that we're supposed to be ran and if we do that we'll be a hard team to stop.
1: The honey badger, their guy, their defensive back called us out for the next game. Oh, we'll see you guys again.
11: You know, we won't we won't ever forget, you know, this day. We'll see them again. We'll we'll be ready next time.
1: Oh, we'll see you guys again. Well, yes you will. And I hope you're ready this time because I think we're coming for you. Not the other way around. I think the AFC West has changed. Right now let's just look at the West in general. We win the West, we go to the show. Okay? Big time playoff possibilities in that situation. Chiefs are four and one, losing to us, of course. Raiders are three and two. Now the Hoes, the Bronco Hoes are one and three. Ways and the chargeless, nutless, boltless Chargers are 1-4. Not that any one of these teams is a pushover for any stretch. We are going to have to work for every inch of field and every point to do our job in this season. But damn, if we could realize our full potential this year, unlike what I've been saying, a three-year run, if we could realize the full potential of the youth on this team. And listen, man, it's it's only going up from here. But we can put a dent this year. We could certainly surprise some people this year. And that's what I think is going to happen. I thought maybe next year. But I knew that we have the players to make this happen. And like I said, Gunther saved his life. Now, maybe it wasn't all him. I don't know, but I will say this. Whoever was calling that game on the defense, uh, as a team, they did a hell of a job. The coverage, I mean, come on, man. I've never seen the Raiders cover the Chiefs this well. This well at all. I think we might have blitzed him one time in the first half. That was it. And we got burned by that one. And that was the last time. Excellent game plan. Fabulous game. And uh, yes, yes siree. I am so glad that some people, not all of them, but some of the sports experts are calling the Raiders a great game. Possible contender for uh, the division. But most, like Kevin Cowherd and um, or Colin, whatever his name is, Colin, I think. But Whatever. They're not giving the Raiders anything, not a peep. Well, you know it's just so much sweeter when you have to see those guys suck their words literally—not eat them, but really have to just kind of suck on them like a sucker—and show their their <laughs> show that they're they've never been. I've never been. I've never been a Raider fan. I could hear coward right now, but I digress great win Raiders. The Raider fans in the Kansas City Stadium were priceless. They were loud. You could hear them and at the end of the game they were out big time. And thank you to the Chiefs organization for letting Raider fans in the place. I mean some places could be cheesy and not let that happen I guess but that was pretty damn cool that they let the Raider Nation in Uh, Whether the Raiders might have snuck in, I'm not sure, but uh, it was cool to see the Raider Nation in the house and what a game to foresee. What a game to witness as a fan being one of very few in a stadium of our enemy, number one enemy, and having the Raiders pummel them in their house. What a game. I don't even know what else to say other than I'm very proud of our team. Our staff, man, we put this one together big time. And this changes the dynamic of the entire division right now. I am so pumped, as you should be. And that is all I have to say about that. Well, no, it's not, damn it. (laughs) It's not, because I got to keep going. I got time here. I'm going to use it. They did not get one third down conversion in the second half. Can I say that again? From this holy defense, and I don't mean that in a biblical sense, this holy defense solidified like a piece of iron in this game. Interception. The pressure. Uh, Okay, now, now I'm done because I'm just... I'm so excited about this flippin' win! <laughs> On a side note, and I do mean very much on the side, the Falcons are kind of being dismantled. As we speak, the coach is fired. They're talking about getting rid of the quarterback, so it means there should be a garage sale there pretty soon. I am just wondering, perhaps, if we could get a hook into Julio Jones. Maybe maybe that would work for the Raiders. What do you think? I think it's a good idea. All right, let's move on. 1-800-620-7181 800 620 7181 Get on it. It's the Bone Line. Uh, it's been going on for a long time. Since 2005, we've been rolling out this show and the Bone Line's been part of it. It's a... Uh, it's epic. I love it because it's fan, speaking their mind, and whatever it is. And it's interesting to get a take from the fan. I just always love it because it's always true uh, to a degree, and sometimes it enlightens the rest of us. So let's just see who's on the bone line today. It's blowing up because we blew it up It's Sparrowhead. I couldn't ask for a better first caller. Not at all, man. This is the Mac Raider. He's in the house. What you got for us, my Raider brother?
11: Raider Nation stands up. Wes Willie baby. Wes with it. Raider Greg, what's happening?
12: Raider Randy, do your thing. Raider Nation, holler.
13: What?
12: What's up with it?
11: That's what I'm talking about. This the Mac Raider, baby. This is like the second time I called and it been so long. Uh,
12: try to keep it short. Raiders win that thing, baby. Raiders won that thing. Uh, give a shout-out to, uh, uh, specifically, Raider Mike. He called that. Raider Mike called it. That's my dude. He called me on Facebook. He said we was going to win. A lot of people was doubting him. Well, not a lot of people, but one person. And that kind of pissed me off. And I, I kept it cordial. And uh, we won that thing. So uh, I'm just going to get up out of here. <sighs> call me baby. Let's do it again.
1: Very smooth call, my friend. Very smooth. And Raider Mike Realist, yes, man. He is a great Raider fan. Uh, been going to the games for years. Super dude. I love Mike. Who's next? And our next caller from Long Beach, California, Raider Todd is in the house. What's happening, bro?
9: Raider Greg, this is Raider Todd in Long Beach. Uh, again, love
14: your show. It's it's not football season. It's
12: not performance. I hear your voice once a week during this time of year. So thank you so much for keeping up the show. Um, This victory in Kansas City is one of the greatest games I've watched them play. First of all, it it wasn't a fluke win. It wasn't fluke plays. This was hard-nosed, you know, smash-mouth football where you saw, I mean, that play by Engel, where he just put his hand down just to get that extra inch for the touchdown. The first down was emblematic of what I think this team uh, is and why they won. And I think next level, I think it goes, we were talking about coaching before and Gunther somehow pulled the rabbit out of his hat this week, but you know how Gruden's got these guys stoked. Um, player of the game, I got to give it to Mad Max Crosby because he was in the home's face every time he dropped back. I mean, I think he only got one sack on him, but every time he was in there and the feral cat also uh, maybe that's why we drafted him first. As you can tell this week, the way he played, he was in there too. Uh, Mahomes is great at moving around, but we kept him uh, on his toes and hearing footsteps the whole game. Uh, next, you know, Carr. I think Carr is always great when he's not stressed out, when he doesn't have happy feet, when he doesn't, you know, we doesn't look like he's hopped up. When it looks like, you know, he's like Smokey J before the game. Okay, sorry, sorry for the kids listening, but you know, when he's more relaxed, it's great. Next. Uh, the clock marriage means keeping the ball out of Mahomes' hands, running the ball at the right time, eating up a lot of clock. That was brutal. That's a conservative ball he calls, and that was great. By the way, I've been a big fan for years. I'm sitting there I was like, who's this new guy with the intersection? But that was, yeah, he came out of nowhere. Love that. Big victory all around. High five to everybody who listens to the show and all the
9: regular callers. Love you guys. This show means so much to me. Um, finally,
12: I'd like to do a shout-out to Mark Davis class act for the season ticket holders in Vegas. Uh, I, I drove 500 lift rides to buy my season tickets to, to get into Vegas, and he really took care of us by sending these great ticket packages and everything, and the programs for every game. We're still getting even though there aren't games there. Finally, rest in peace to Raider and Any of you guys who are on the Raiders forums out there that knew Raider McDevich, uh, my good friend passed away. We're supposed to go to a game. Uh, versus the Chargers in Los Angeles, and he passed away the day of the game last year. And I just want everybody just, we all have friends that we make through this team, and he meant a lot to me. And I know that that shows the bond that we all have as Raiders. Let's love you, Raider Greg. Thanks for the show, and go Raiders!
1: Amazing call, bro. Very well done. Laid it out. You know, we can all even see it in our mind's eye how this game played out. Mad Max was... The nemesis, a number 15, the entire game. And the feral cat did come to play. And you know what? Bent Brown, I gave him shit last show. I got to give him props because that's how we ran the ball. We ran the ball to the right 80% of the time. And that's his side. And he moved some lumber, man. Let me just tell you right now. And I'm very sorry about your loss, bro. And yes, we do find relationships on this fan base I have on our show and I have by traveling all over and going to games and meeting people. It's a uh, it is amazing and I'm very sorry for your loss. It's it's hard. Um so my condolences to your good friend and uh to the Raider Nation for sure, great call brother. And our next caller is the Jersey Boy Raider What's going on, brother?
7: Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the Jersey boy Raider calling right after the game, and I'm going to tell you something. That was one of the best, best Raider wins that we have had in years, okay? As a Raider fan, Raider Nation, if you wear the silver and black, to go in and beat Kansas City, defending Super Bowl champs, undefeated, okay? What's this? Seven straight times, we cannot beat this team on the, with Carr, Gruden. We've, we've just suffered as, as a Raider Nation. To go in there today to get that W, where no one, and I see no one, gave us a chance. What, 13, 14-point underdogs. The defense to just get shellacked. First of all, defense. Hey, if you give up 32, that's fine. I said before the game to everybody, we had to score at least 40 or more points to beat this team. That's exactly what we did because we know we can. We know we can with this offense, especially getting guys back healthy today. Okay? But I got to tell you, there is no one, and I mean no one, that I'm happy for than Derek Carr. Okay? You saw how pissed off he was. I'm pumped up. How pissed off he was all week. He's tired of it. Rayner, Greg, you said, well, I'm tired of it too. Hey, Rayner, Greg, over 40 years, buddy. Raider fans, like, you, I'm tired of it, too. I bleed silver and black over here in Jersey. But let me tell you something. For Derek Carr to go out there and do that today, what he did, he had the interception. I can everybody now, oh, garbage, garbage. What did he do? He came back with not one, not two. Three touchdown passes, two for over 50 yards. When's the last time a Raider quarterback's done that? I can't remember. Guys, I'm not saying uh, – look, and this is not about comparing in the state I don't want to even touch on that, okay? There's not a comparison. It's not about that. He is the quarterback right now of the Las Vegas Raiders. And what he did today by, by taking the leaders, oh, how many times did he change the play at the line of scrimmage? Okay? And then, of course, takes it himself, not once, but twice, to end the game. To put it out there, bust through, take the W, do not give it back to the Chiefs. Thank God we went for it. I couldn't be happier. Nice games. Jacobs, Booker, nice tandem. Hot day out there. Nice tandem. All right, Waller. what can you say? Rugs? welcome back, buddy. Two catches, but huge catches. Renfro, third and 18. Are you kidding me? Right there up six. We don't make that play. They get the ball back up, only up six. Next to the missed extra point. Guys, it's a different ball game. We can go through all the stats. We talk about everything. I am with to say that the defense, bend, don't break. Yes, but again, made a lot of big plays when we needed. Even up 40 to 24, the game is not over. You know it's not over with Mahomes but we did not give the ball back, something the Raiders have not been able to do in recent years. I love this offense going three and two into the break. That's a huge win. No negativity. I don't want to hear it anymore, guys. Let's be positive. I live in the Philly area. That's Eagle fans. Let's be positive. Let's be a positive Raider Nation. Let's enjoy this win. This is for us too, man. We've been suffering. It's a huge win. Let's enjoy it. Let's raise the glass. Raiders, right? Let's enjoy it. And go enjoy that that break and come back and let's – guys, this is a playoff team right now if we win like this. This is a playoff team. Embrace it. Enjoy it. Ready, Greg? I am out. Just win, baby.
1: Great call, bro. Great call. I love the excitement because we're all that way. We all feel that way. <laughs> we're really excited, man. What a flipping game. I was running out in the backyard, running in the front yard, My neighbors know I'm nuts, but that's okay, because we beat the Chiefs. Oh, goodness gracious. And we just didn't beat them. We manhandled the Chiefs. It wasn't a barely a win. It wasn't we just squeezed by. We squeezed the life out of them in the fourth quarter and watched Mahomes cry on the bench the last two minutes as we sucked the life out of the clock. I love this team. I thought it would take us three years. I think we're blooming sooner than I thought. Great call, brother. Our next caller, you know him. You have to because he's called a lot of times. And this time of year, always, this is Raider Dan from KC, my good brother. Living in the middle of it. You got to be loving it.
12: Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Dan from KC. It is a beautiful day, figuratively and literally,
6: in Kansas City.
12: Man, you know, after that Buffalo game, I thought about calling in. I had my feelings about car. Uh, I didn't make it to the stadium, you know, COVID and everything. But I watched every single minute.
6: And I will say this much. When
12: I saw 2016 Derek Carr hit
11: Henry Ruggs for a 72-yard touchdown, I knew we could win the game. I knew we had him. Uh, That was the guy that we
12: all been looking for. That was the guy that we all remember before the injuries, the heart, the fight, the enjoyment, the camaraderie with the teammates. Everybody rallied around Derek Carr. Everybody did. I'm quite sure all of us watched it on television. If some of the Raiders fans, I saw on TV was at the game. We've seen this guy. We know what this guy can do. Defense, man, Mad Max, man, Abrams, coming together. We play like Raiders. Left it out on the field. Halftime, we got harder. We got meaner. We got tougher. We made Mahomes run around. Laid some licks on him. He was seeing ghosts. He was seeing ghosts. Not Derek Carr.
6: He was seeing ghosts. That's the way Raiders play. And it's funny they had that stat about Rich Gannon in 2002. I was out there for that game too. Raider Dan was out there. I wish I was out there
12: today, but, man, it feels so good. Obviously, I'm at work ripping my stuff. It's kind of funny. how so many Chiefs fans that came over to me angry. They don't say nothing. They know who I am. I'm a Raider.
1: Well, you know, you just have to love the vision. You close your eyes and see Raider Dan at work, repping his jersey, got his hat on, He's got his Raider mask on. And all those chiefs <laughs> who were so sure the day before that we were going to lose and they were going to come out and give you shit that day. Well, it was a different day for everybody at your work, bro. And I flip and love it. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller is the B-Town Raider. Out of Fresno, California. Out of Bakersfield, California. What's happening, brother?
12: B Town Raider here, coming out of Bakersfield, California. Wow, what a game. What a game. Like I said a couple weeks ago. Relax, everyone. The Raiders they'll come through and they did. They did an awesome an awesome job today. Some of the things I wanted to talk about was uh, John Gruden calling out a lot of players during the week, how they need to step up and play, and they showed it today. Uh, Derek Carr, you know, he threw an early interception. It wasn't a horrible interception, but it was an interception. And I like to say Derek Carr in the past would have just folded after that. He would have threw two or three more interceptions, trying to force the ball down the field, and he didn't. He played a great game. The running backs did a great game. We won this game when our fullback fought for that first down, the whole team, even the defense, and I don't say this too often, played good. I mean, the first half, the first couple drives, I thought, here we go. Raiders are going to get smoked. Kansas City could have did anything they wanted. And surprisingly, we made some adjustments. <laughs> Man, we played great. Uh, and And one thing, Patrick Mahomes, did anybody else notice this? He was playing like he was about to cry. Like he had his head down, he got punched in the face, and he never came back. After the game, he just ran off this field. He didn't shake no one's hand. I, I knew Derek Carr was looking for him. I knew it. You know, Derek Carr, this week he said he was tired of losing, and and i like to think he proved it. He came out and balled. Uh, I'm, I'm just so happy right now with the Raiders. We finally win in Arrowhead. This is an awesome game. Plus, we have a bye. We'll come back. We just need—we need Raiders. We need to come back after the bye and win another game. We need to. beatton Raider, out. Yeah, I remember your call, brother. I
1: do. I remember you saying, "Everyone relax." And yes, it's a—that it was a tough time to relax too. I gotta say that. But this was a beatdown. We beat them down. We beat them on all sides of the ball. Their line, their defensive line struggled to even get close to Derek Carr. And our, our players played out of their minds. As they should have. And their potential was there. And when Ruggs is back, we now see what difference that makes. And Carr was Carr of 2016. Carr was cool, collect, and I gotta say this now that you mention it, Mahomes ran off the field like a little boy who wet his pants. Well, that's a shame, cause Derek Carr was looking for him. Uh, they followed Derek Carr around the field, and Derek was looking for him and saw everybody but Mahomes. I don't think that's very classy. I think that shows a lot, or maybe not enough. But uh, he should have shook his hand, and and I, I I I hope. My hope is, at this time, when we play them in Vegas, that when we beat them, that then maybe Mahomes will shake Derek Carr's hand. I hope that happens, bro. Thanks for the call, and thanks for that. And our next caller needs no introduction, because he is. Casual Carmelo, what's happening, my bro?
13: What's going on, Raider Greg? What's going on, Raider Nation? This is Casual
9: Carmelo calling out of Bakersfield, California. All I have to say is...
1: Well, that was perfect. That sounded like the whole family, brother. I swear, what a game. (laughs) Thanks for the call. I loved it. And our next caller from Scranton, PA, none other than Raider Chris... in the house. What you got for us, bro? Raider Nation. Raider Greg. Raider
9: Randy. Raider Chris Grant and PA. What a hell of a win we just got. Let me just say that first and foremost. Let me get that out of the way. Second, my call personally is more about giving credit where credit is due and what we've been waiting to see, and that's the performance by Derek Carr today. He played an outstanding game, and near perfect outside of that interception. That is what I think Raider fans and the team have been waiting to see: is to him constantly throwing the deep ball because you have the receivers to get the ball if if he can make accurate passes. But damn near perfect game. I congratulate Derek Carr. I congratulate the Raiders. I congratulate. Henry Ruggs third for his first NFL touchdown, which he looked mighty damn fine on. Booker stepping up looking tough as nails. Defense wasn't the greatest, but, I mean, we're banged up pretty deep on that in that lineup. But uh, they stepped up, stopped drives when we needed to, and uh, Crosby stuck to his word. He said he was going to sack Kermit, and he did. A lot of holding calls that weren't being called, but I'm not, I'm not focusing on that. I'm focusing on Derek Carr because Greg, you know me. I'm one of the biggest haters on Derek Carr. I'm the first to admit it, but I will give credit where credit is doing today. He played a damn near perfect game. So, you know, we're off to a bye week. Hopefully we can rest up some of these banged up, uh, players and, uh, Sunday night, Tampa Bay, go out and beat, uh, You know who I'm talking about. Tampa Bay and their quarterback, what's-his-face. Oh, wait, we don't care. But, yeah, great win. And uh, what a dogfight. What a dogfight. Raider Nation. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. I'm out like that fat girl in dodgeball.
1: Oh, great call, bro. And, yeah, Derek Carr deserves to get his props, there's no doubt, because he played, like, 2016. He didn't get happy feet because he didn't have a chance to because the offensive line played their best game all season. They kept him clean and dry and kept the holes open for the boys. Brooks and Jacobs, like Tyrone Wheatley and Garner, were cutting them up. Just like we used to. I love this team too, bro. Great win all the way around. And our next caller is The Prez. He's in the house. What you got for us, man?
11: Raider Nation, this is the blown-out Prez, and everybody else is shocked. As the great Muhammad Ali said, I shook the world. I'm a bad man. That's what Carr said today. (laughs) Man... I mean, what a game. We was all upset, and I'll take credit for being upset and you know, saying some bad choice words about him, though. But we came and played. We hit him in the mouth. We played under, man. What mm-hmm. is it with the games that we're not supposed to win, we win, and the games that we're supposed to win, we lose. But we'll take that, though. Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, Carr is chilling and Dustin is sticking his chest out. Today I reunited with the Raider Nation of Memphis, my old chapter. There was some magic in there. There were some good veterans there, some OG Raider Nation veterans. Ups. I haven't seen in quite a while, some new faces, and we just shouted out. I blew my voice. About to get rid to head back onto the boat barge. But I wanted to say it was a well-played game today. We made a way out of no way. This is how it's done. Kudos to Carr and the Raiders. Let's do it again. Well-deserved bye week. Raiders, take care.
1: Well, first, thanks for the call, my friend. And being at work must not be too bad because you'd be smiling the whole time. Listen, man, be careful because of those storms out there. And also, just think about all the Raider fans across the world watching this game. Think about them. Think about them being a little enclaves, being the only ones, really want to watch the game, you know, just want to watch our team, fight it out, play the Kansas City Chiefs, and then imagine uh, the neighbors when it went down. I know my neighbors knew we won. I know they knew that, and I'm sure yours did too. Great aspect, I think. Uh, I think, of the Raider Nation all over and how crazy that celebration was. Throughout the world, crazy. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is Raider Jim out on the East Coast, bro. What's happening?
14: Raider Greg, this is Raider Jim out here on the East Coast. It's been a while since I've called, but I had to call, man, after that incredible victory at Kansas City today. Those Raiders played with heart. They played with grit. Man, it was great to see. To see the Chiefs go down their first loss of 2020 to come at the hands of our Raiders is the biggest win I think we've seen in a couple of years. It was great. It was awesome. And I just had to call, man. I had to call because I still love your podcast. 2020's been crazy, as I don't need to tell anybody, including you. So it's kind of changed a lot of perspective on things. But nevertheless, man, it was great to see the Raiders beat the Chiefs today. Still love your show, Greg. Go Raiders. Raider Jim
1: out. Greg, call, Jim. And thank you for the props, my good brother. And yeah, to hand the Kansas City Chiefs their first loss this year they were going in 4-0, and thinking they were going to be 5-0. Talking about running the table. <laughs> Not this year, bro. And the Raiders played like frickin' Raiders, man. Just like the Raiders of old, they played tough, with grit, with guts. Ugh, what a game. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller is the Arkansan Raider. You know him. You will in a second.
13: <laughs> oh, oh, how about that trash there, you? <laughs> hey, this is Arkansian Raider calling from the beautiful and lovely Sparks, Nevada, which I now call my home. Um, man, okay, tell you what. if you If you're going to tell me that you had that score up on the betting board today, I don't care if you're out of Las Vegas or what. I I don't care. You you tell me you had that up on your betting board today, I'm going to call you a liar. Ain't no stinking way you predicted that. I'll take it, though, man. A 40 spot and then 40 to 24? No. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Man, car was on fire today. Uh, I'll take what Josh Jacobs sent out there. Uh, The running game was spectacular. Freaking rugs. Oh, my goodness. That's a big wheel on the Ferrari right there, son. That dude was kicking tail and taking names. He was all done with names. (laughs) Hey, tell you what, man. If they can keep playing like that, uh, I'm saying playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, much love, gentlemen and ladies. Take care. I'm out.
1: Well, thank you for the call, brother. And there is someone who did predict that, actually. Raider Mike. Um, Raider Mike Realist. He was on Facebook. My good brother. So check that out. But uh, very few other people did. <laughs> you know that. I know it was Stephen A. Smith. And Cal- uh, Coward didn't either. And uh there's another guy in there somewhere. Oh, that's Florio. Mm-hmm. And our next caller, Nebraska Raider, is in the house. What's going on, my good brother?
6: Raider Nation, this is Nebraska Raider calling in. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. How's it going, man? Three and two. I didn't see that coming. Did you? Especially in Kansas City. We haven't won there since, shoot. I think I was at the last game that we won there back in 2012. Um, but, uh, no, I had, I had tickets to go to this game. And then COVID hit and all that crap, and uh, I ended up selling them. So uh, it would have been nice to get get down there for an uh, October uh, game in Kansas City instead of a, a December or January game. But, hey, man, I ain't complaining. You know what? We got the win. We got the dub. Oh, my gosh, this this offense was clicking, except for that one uh, Derek Carr pick. I was just a little bit overturned, Waller. I mean, come on. All those, and I hate to even bring it up and give him any satisfaction to being mentioned, but there are car haters out there, man. Blitch and whining. It's it's not D.C. It's, uh, you know, it's things around it, you know, things that start clicking. You can see what he can do. And thank you, Gruden, for opening up the freaking offense, man. Going deep. Henry Ruggs back, looking like a beast. Two receptions, 118 yards. There you go, Tyree Kill. Boom, punch him in the mouth, man. Let's do it, man. I'm pumped. This is a couple hours after uh, after after the game. I'm still pumped, man. I'm going to be pumped all week. I'm going to be pumped through the uh, bye week up until Sunday night football against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, or you could add an F in there wherever you would like. Uh, but, uh, man, I'm just pumped, dude. And uh, shout-out, Raider Dave. I know you down there in, in, uh, Casey and Casey, or Raider Dan, my bad. And, uh, you know, just shout-out to you, man. And, uh, man, we holding it down, dude. That defense stepped up today, too. Oh, my goodness gracious. I thought I thought we sealed it with that uh, with Heat pick. And then, uh, you know, we kind of went back into it. But you know what? We went down there and uh, just put our foot on their necks. And just if, if we can play like this throughout the rest of the year, I think we're going to be good, man. But I think I'm getting up to three minutes. I'm going to get cut off. Uh, God bless you all, man. And uh, just go Raiders, man. Just do this, man. Three and two, baby. Three and two. We we humbled those mofos today, all right? So um, God bless, man. Just is Renner Nation all day, every day. This is Nebraska Renner, and I'm out.
1: Well, thank you for the call, brother. And, yeah, Derek Carr, he was a champion, almost 350 yards in the air. That is real. That is real. Those are Mahomes numbers. I hate to compare the two, but really – and he played an excellent game. The whole team played an excellent game. And it was a Raider team. They Played like Raiders, bro. And that was important. And, the, you know, the things I think about are all the fans in Kansas City, all the fans around the Midwest, the Raider Nation with their flags outside, the neighbors hating their guts. I flip and love it, man. I just, I just do. and our next caller is the Chucktown Raider he's in the house what's happening brother hey Raider Craig hey
14: Raider Randy I bet there's about 450,000 Raider Nation fans that are calling this week all I gotta say is uh,
12: I, I said about 10 days ago I had a had a feeling this season. That's all I'm going to say about that. I got one takeaway, my brothers,
14: one takeaway. And that is Jonathan Abram.
12: And he got that face mask penalty. I've always told people, if you're going to face mask, get all of it.
14: Get that penalty. I tell you what, man. He darn near ripped that fellow's head off.
12: So... I tell you what, I am so proud of our squad and doing the Raider Nation proud and and just the general homage to uh, the culture that is Raider Nation and the the history of this team. Uh, This was a wonderful, special uh, win and uh, I hope y'all are enjoying it as much as I am. Uh, God bless y'all and God bless the Raider Nation. This is Chuck Town Raider and I'm out!
1: I love this call, bro. Thank you so much for uh, bringing back some of that. Because the nostalgia between these two teams is really... I thought there'd be more of that on the on the TV. There was a little bit. But, man, you can go back a long way with these two battling it out in this division. I mean, the Chiefs and the Raiders, a long-time, big-time rivalry. And now it's a rivalry again, like Derek Carr said. It's not a rivalry unless we can win. Well, now you can better believe that the rivalry is back on. And the Chiefs will be ready to play the Raiders in Las Vegas. But I believe the Raiders, more the case, will be ready to play the Chiefs. And I love it. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller is the R-V-A Raider. Calling from Richmond, V-A. What's happening, bro?
0: Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Trip, a.k.a. the RVA Raider, calling from Richmond, Virginia. Boy, what a game yesterday. I think you put it exactly right, Raider Greg, last week when you said that Paul Gunther is going to be competing for his job. think he earned himself at least uh, another couple of weeks after the bye. I just wish that his defense showed up like that against the Patriots and the Bills. Would have been nice, but hey, they got it done yesterday. I was particularly impressed at the fact that they held the Chiefs to only eight points in the second half. Man, what a game. That offense, they were doing their job all day long with 40 points. Wow. I mean, seeing guys like Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs out there and get a lot of the other guys just mixing it in. The offense was looking pretty unstoppable throughout the day, and we just got to hope that they keep showing up week after week, maybe give us a shot at the playoffs here in our first season in Vegas. That would really be something to get excited about. Anyhow, it's nice to have this W against the Chiefs going into the bye. I was thinking that was our, our hardest game of the year going into it. And, man, they did it to me again, going down 14-3 earlier in the first quarter. I didn't think they were going to come back at it. I mean, uh, it, was, it was the same way I was feeling the Monday night game against New Orleans this year. Didn't think that they would come back after being down early, and they proved me wrong happily. Anyway, it'll be a good week, Raider Nation. Everybody stay safe out there. Be good to one another. This is Raider Trip calling from Richmond, Virginia. I'm out.
1: Well, thank you for the call, Raider Trip, my good brother. And, you know, it's interesting when you look at the Chiefs and how they played us, it seemed like they played us soft and they didn't want to. (laughs) The Raiders were hard, bro. Raiders came in hard. They hit hard. And when Abrams grabbed a face mask and pulled it to the ground um, and got the 15, I think that was a statement. I don't know if he got in trouble for that, probably, but I think that he... He showed the other receiver, hey, you know what? Don't pull that shit over here. And that's sometimes what that's all about. It's a great win going into the bye. Get everybody healed up. Let's see what we can do. It would be great to go to the playoffs and our first Las Vegas Raiders season. That's show. And our next caller is a longtime caller uh, from back when. But Raider Tony's back in the house. What's happening, bro?
12: Raider Greg, Raider Nation. This is Raider Tony. Um, it's been ages since I've called, but uh, <laughs> I had to call after this uh, crazy upset win over the Kansas City Chiefs, and I just want to very quickly give my two cents, and the uh, first wish all of you guys, uh, and I hope you guys are all doing well. It's been a crazy year with COVID, and it's just been the craziest year of my life. I've never seen anything like this and you know, just the way it's affecting sports, you know, empty stadiums with crowd noise pumped in, it's pretty crazy. But anyway, so the thing with the with the with the Raiders this season was for me my biggest concern was the defense. And it just you know, I, I was just like all of you guys in last week's podcast. I wanted Gunter Fired and And I don't know if I still do. Maybe he does still need to be fired. Um, I don't know, though. Um, I don't know what Chucky's going to do or what they're going to – you know, the Raiders' defense was not dominant or even great against the Chiefs. But, man, I got to give them credit. They played well. Um, They played hard. And they slowed down the Chiefs just enough so that our offense, David Carr – could could win the game. And so I don't know. I mean it just now it's like before it was so easy to just want Gunther fired because you know last rank defense and all that. Um and, and maybe all you guys are still going to call and say that you want him fired and and I, but but now it's like I'm willing to to give him a couple more games and see if our defense can continue to play like they did against the Chiefs and if they can um, let's go. Cause I think the Raiders have a, a really good team this year. We're definitely a playoff team. We're good enough to make the playoffs from what I've seen thus far. Um, we've, we've hung in there and even beat some playoff teams. We just beat the defending Super Bowl champions who were undefeated. Um, so I think that the jury's out. This is my opinion. I could be totally wrong. Raider Greg. I don't know. I'm really curious to see what you guys think. Uh, on to the Buccaneers, and I'm really excited about that game. And this was the thing that I really loved about the John Gruden era the first time we had him. I was in high school, and I remember the thing about the Chucky era part one, uh, you know, was just the great players we had, Rich Gannon and Tim Brown, the return to greatness for the Raiders, winning again, and and just going into every game, knowing that the Raiders – could win that game, that no matter who we were playing, we had a chance. And that's the thing that I remember most fondly about the Chucky era the first time. And it's great to have that feeling again. You know, I don't care who we play, who we play. I always know that Raiders got a shot and they have a realistic shot and it's just nice to have that feeling again. And so we'll see how the rest of the season goes But, man, there's nothing more that I want as a fan is just hope and and knowing that we got a a really good chance every game, no matter what. And it's just great to have that back. And it was just an amazing feeling to beat the Chiefs yesterday in Arrowhead for the first time I think I saw on TV since 2012. It was just awesome. So I'm going to enjoy it. I think we got a bye coming up. I hope we all enjoy it, guys. And Raider Greg, uh, you know, I, I don't know how uh, how how you're doing, but I hope that you're doing well with all this crazy COVID and everything else we got going on right now. Uh, just like, I don't know, man. But um, thank you for the podcast, and I'm still really enjoying it. I've been listening to your podcast since 2007, since the first year you started doing it. I think it was 07. I've been listening to it ever since. So, um, you know, nothing's changed. Still the best podcast on on, on the App Store that I know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so thanks for, for keeping it alive. I was worried you might not uh, continue it that now, that, now that the Raiders are in Las Vegas. So, um, but thanks.
1: Well, thanks for the call, brother. You know, I do think that we have a chance to go to the playoffs without a doubt. I mean, if the team continues to play this way, which I have no doubt that they will, and it does remind me of the 1990s Raiders with Gruden and uh, Gannon and Wheatley and Garner. I mean, I could go on, but still, and our defense. So, you know, we, uh, Romanowski, I mean, this is a, there's a lot of things that remind me of the old team. But what reminds me of the old team most is the production on the offense. Uh, that That is what this game really blew my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, the possibilities are endless. That's a good feeling, and I get that. And next from Fresno, Raider Nate is in the house. What's going on, my good Raider brother?
12: Yo, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Nate from deep up in the valley, Fresno. Yeah, I'm still listening to the Bone Line, the Raider Nation podcast. Thank you guys for all you do. Man, I cannot believe it. Yes, I still got a smile across my face. I think the Raiders heard the last podcast and the defense done stepped up. I cannot believe it. Yes. This team finally hit on all cylinders. They finally played to their potential. Man, defense, offense. Oh, man, what a game. What a game. I cannot believe it. I they heard that podcast. Heard Greg, you put it down. These uh, coaches had a fire lit up under their ass. They had their players ready to go. Finally took out the queef. Finally. Finally. I'm out. Go Raiders. Well, thank you
1: for the call, my good brother. And finally is the word of the day. But not just finally. I think definitely is the word. Uh, we didn't just beat him. We manhandled him, man. We we beat him. And a call from Fresno, right to Victor, is in the house. What's going on, brother?
12: Hey, Greg. Hey, Randy. This is Victor out of Fresno. Uh, calling on Victory Monday, the day after the game, after I've had some time to calm down. Uh, gotta say, car put the, the uh, deep pass... Uh, people who were complaining about you know him not being able to drop deep passes and just short dink and dunks, uh, he could put them to rest. Uh, he obviously showed that he does have the capability to drop the ball deep, and now we have the wide receivers and the personnel to be able to catch those balls. Uh, I have to say this defense stepped up, and Paul Gunther was definitely playing for his job this weekend. First half, I thought it was going to be same old, same old, same shit as always. So we're going to get our hopes up, and then we just get – demolished but i'm glad it was not like that looking forward to this next game against tampa which i think we will be able to hopefully win if they played like they did yesterday on sunday but anyway man keep up the good work look forward to your new shows and your new episodes well first
1: thanks for the call my good brother and hey man the coaches needed a fire i'm sure from mark davis down there was some serious discussions um and I'm not talking about fast ones either. I'm talking about, well, you know what this means. And then everybody moved on to work. There wasn't a lot of dawdling about, well, is this our job or not? Of course they knew. Gunther knew. I mean, everybody else knew. We knew, which is, you know, where it usually starts is we know. Um, but this game plan, Marionelli, which is a new coach to the staff, has been a defensive coordinator for quite some time. I think his hand was in here. And there's other other coaches. I'm sure it was a hand. It was a team effort. I don't care if Gunther stays, as long as this defensive mindset stays and this gameplay stays. And whose whose fault it is or whose credit it is, I do not care. I just want them to play like this every game because we could go places. Love the call, bro. Thank you. And last but never least. The Cheesehead Raider from Wisconsin. Where else? What's happening, bro?
11: Raider Greg.
10: Raider Randy. Raider Nation. This is the Cheesehead Raider from Wisconsin. Call in on cloud nine because the Vegas Raiders beat the Kansas City, I'll say the nice word, condiments. I hate and loathe the Chiefs, and we beat them. Defense, hey, you finally showed up a little bit. Still dropped uh, 30-some points, but we got the victory. Goes to show how stretching the field with rugs really helps. Got the right tackle to protect Carr. Yep, had that one interception, but made it up 350-some passing yards, three touchdowns. We were out there balling. John Gruden opened up the playbook, stretched that field, got those weapons back. Now we go into the bye. Hopefully we can get Edwards back, come back and slap Tampa Tom around. That'll be a great two consecutive games. But no matter what happens, we beat the Chiefs in Sparrowhead, handed them their first loss. It is a beautiful day, Raider Nation. We beat the Chiefs. Go Raiders. Great call.
1: Great way to end the bone line this show. I loved it, bro. It was perfect. I just hope everyone is happy, because I'm sure damn happy. And uh, just to throw some perspective on it, Yeah, the COVID's got everybody kind of in a funk, but I want to just share with you my personal perspective here is we're a day closer to a cure. We're a day closer to a vaccine. We're a minute closer. So as we live our lives, it's coming. Just know that. That's how I live mine. I think maybe you should live yours the same way because it's going to get better and better and better. Not only that, but I cannot wait to see Tampa Tom... In Las Vegas, facing this defense and this offense. Raider Nation, this was a fabulous victory. We got to love this victory because we earned it. This team is playing like Raiders. I am so pumped, as you should be. I am Raider Craig, and I am out.